1: things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton, this This is The Steadless. Hello and welcome to the weekend edition of The Smart 7. We've got the biggest, best, and strangest stories of the week for you in the next seven minutes. Remember, if you're listening to us on Spotify as part of your daily drive playlist, you can just hit the follow button to get regular Smart 7 updates, with a new episode each weekday at 7am. The continued spread of the Delta variant meant that Boris was back in the big blue briefing room and he didn't have good news to share. I cannot say that we have met all our four tests for proceeding with step four on June the 21st. I think it is sensible to wait just a little longer. By Monday the 19th of July, we will aim to have double jabbed around two thirds of the adult population. And if those targets are hit, Boris says we'll be looking at the much promised Freedom Day on the 19th of July. I'm confident that we will not need more than four weeks and we won't need to go beyond July the 19th. It's unmistakably clear the vaccines are working and the sheer scale of the vaccine rollout has made our position incomparably better than in previous waves. But now is the time to ease off the accelerator. One man not impressed by the Big Blue Briefing Room is Speaker of the Commons' Sir Lindsay Hoyle, who would prefer Boris to notify the Commons first. I do not find it acceptable at all that members of all this House are elected to come here to serve the constituents, not to serve them via Sky or BBC. The question should be made here, the Prime Minister should be here, I'm sorry if his dinner would have been effective. While Prime Minister's question time was going on, Dominic Cummings was at it again, this time with a brisk 7,000 word blog, which included screenshots of WhatsApp messages. The messages appear to be from Boris referring to Matt Hancock as uh, totally f***ing hopeless. This all happened back in March last year, just before Boris himself tested positive for Covid. Labour's Shadow Health Secretary Jonathan Ashworth made full use of Matt's new nickname. I've always tried to keep our dealings uh, civil in public and private, but not so it seems the Prime Minister. The right honourable gentleman,
0: now forever branded as hopeless Hancock. Well, for many of our constituents, when they'll be watching the news tonight when they saw that restrictions are being extended i think many of our constituents will no doubt repeat the prime minister's
1: expletive laden sentiment and while downing street issued a statement to say that boris has the dreaded full confidence in hopeless hancock as he left the government buildings reporters had one question for matt are you hopeless mr hancock i don't think so Tuesday saw the release of the delayed report into the murder of private detective Daniel Morgan in 1987. The damning report accused the Met Police of corruption and was welcomed by Daniel's family lawyer Raju Bart. In particular, we welcome the recognition that we and the public at large have been failed over the decades by a culture of corruption and cover-up in the Metropolitan Police. Metropolitan Police Commissioner Dame Cressida Dick has apologised for the force's failings over the case, which has been through five police investigations and an inquest. Former Prime Minister Theresa May, who established the investigation panel while she was Home Secretary, says she had a choice. You can take two views when that is, you, you think there may be corruption. You can either say, oh dear, we can't possibly reveal that, let's sweep it under the carpet. Or you can say precisely because there might have been corruption, we need to make sure this is properly investigated so that if it's there, we can reveal it and that's the only way you can learn from it. Current Home Secretary Priti Patel announced that she will ask the Independent Office for police conduct to investigate further.
0: Daniel Morgan deserved far, far better than this, as did his family. And to them on what will be a very, very difficult day, I say that the whole House... We'll have them and Daniel in our thoughts.
1: Thursday saw the inquiry into the 2019 Manchester bombing, which killed 22 people at an Ariana Grande concert, publish its findings. Chairman of the inquiry, Sir John Saunders, said that lives could have been saved if concerns from members of the public were taken seriously. Everybody concerned with security at the arena should have been doing their job in the knowledge that a terrorist attack might occur on that night. They weren't. No one believed it could happen to them. Among those who flagged concerns with security were Christopher Wilde, but he was fobbed off, and Paul Het, father of Martin Het, who died in the bombing, said their sorrow has now turned to anger.
0: We were heartbroken to think Martin was simply in the wrong place at the wrong time. Today, our heartbreak turns to anger. We entrusted the safety of our loved ones into organisations and agencies who had a duty of care to protect them. This inquiry has rightly found that we were failed on every level.
1: And the husband of Alison Howe, who was killed in the bombing, still can't understand how no one stopped the
0: bomber. I can't believe the opportunities he had to apprehend him. And that bomb was the size of a wheelie bin.
1: Still to come on the Standout 7, Joe Biden meets Putin and Eurodrama for Christian Erikson.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. You're listening to the Smart 7. If you're
1: enjoying it, you might also like the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just search and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin finally managed to catch up with each other this week. And to all intents and purposes, it seemed to go pretty well. Joe spoke to the press afterwards and ticked off his to do list. I did what I came to do. Number one. Identify areas of practical work our two countries can do to advance our mutual interest. Two, communicate directly that the United States will respond to actions that impair our vital interest. And three, to clearly lay out
0: our country's priorities and our values so we heard it straight from me.
1: He took questions from reporters, but one shouted question from CNN Caitlin Collins seemed to irritate him so much that he returned to the podium to answer it. He later apologized for being such a wise guy. Why
0: are you so confident he'll change his behavior, Mr. President? Yeah,
1: no, I'm not confident he'll change What what do you do all the time? So when did I say I was confident? I said, I said, what I said was, let's get it straight. I said, what will change their behaviour is that the rest of the world reacts to them and it diminishes their standing in the world. I'm not confident of anything. We all wanted a nail-biting start to the Euros 2020, but when Finland played Denmark, we got it for all the wrong reasons. Former Spurs player Christian Eriksen collapsed on the pitch, appearing to have a cardiac arrest as his teammates gathered round him and the game was postponed. Danish team Dr Morten Boyson says it was very serious. He was gone um, and we did cardiac resuscitation and there was cardiac arrest. How close were we? I, I don't know. We got him back after one defip. Former Spurs manager Jose Mourinho told TalkSport he was relieved.
0: I prayed yesterday, I cried yesterday. Football can bring people together. And yesterday for the wrong reasons, football brought people together. But in the end we can celebrate a Christian life.
1: What? It was a strange day for TV on Wednesday, sort of like an Alan Partridge marathon, with Simon McCoy on the brand new GB News channel getting somewhat ratty as he was pestered by people using made-up names. I'm looking at you, Hugh Janus. Some people think it's really funny to send in uh, texts and messages that on the basis that if we read them out, you know, we, we've been, we've been had, uh, you're still doing it and, and, and I'm watching them and it, it doesn't help anybody, you know. They're um, just so, are not
0: going to eat surnames you, from now on.
1: Well, to yeah. so, so the person who's just messaged, it's, it, grow up. But the original master of Partridge moments, Richard Madeley, wasn't going to yield his title that easy. As he discussed former ISIS bride Shamima Begum, he had this gem up his sleeve. Hold his beer, McCoy. There's one interesting and you know, I was thinking about this last night. Obviously, we had the Nuremberg trials after the war and we hanged quite, quite a few Nazis and we imprisoned a lot of others and we let them out eventually. But we didn't go after the Hitler Youth, as far as I'm aware. We didn't go after the Hitler Youth. We only went after adults. This has been the Standout 7, the best of the week from the Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow, 7am, with the Sunday 7. Have a great rest of your weekend. Produced and published by Daph Doris.